So you want to get into sniping. Great decision. You probably know this, but sniping is in a better state right now than it almost has ever been, outside of maybe at the very beginning of the game when everybody was learning everything. After they introduced the Bruin, the Kilo, the DMR, and then proceedingly nerfed all those guns, which were devastators not only at the medium range, but also at the long range, countering snipers so well, there's not a lot of great super hard counters to snipers. When I refer to snipers, I'm talking about bolt actions that will one-shot headshot from any range in the entire game, which does include some of the marksman rifles. Sniping is my hands down favorite way to play the game. So this, it makes it incredibly exciting for me. And it's one of the biggest ways that I play. So if you've hung out on my streams or watched a lot of my videos, you've heard me talk about many of these things, but I wanted to put it together into one video because I'm still asked every single day, what's my favorite sniper? But rather than just putting one down, I wanna give you the reasonings behind it and give you some of the logic. There's different options that you can use and it's a benefit to the game because there's different play styles that people incorporate and it makes it a lot more interesting when you can use different guns. Although it's not a crazy diverse list, I think it's still a win. Because there's different styles though, different people are going to have this list set up differently than I potentially would. If you like sniping from super long ranges, it's going to look different than if you play incredibly aggressive. I want to walk you through though what my stat priority looks like, regardless of even what the sniper is, so you can get an understanding of what I'm looking for for the play style that I have. I have 435 wins at the game, by no means the most in the world, right? But I have experience and you can take a lot of lessons and absorb a lot of that information and incorporate it into your own gameplay. And that's my hopes. If that sounds good to you, do me a favor, drop it a like. And if you do comment your favorite sniper, let me know why and what your play style is as well. Helps give us some context, but also helps juice the algo a little bit. So... Uh, maybe we do some more of these. Now, there's a lot of stats that matter when it comes to sniping, like bullet velocity, and then there's some that don't as much like recoil. For me, bullet velocity is the number one. That is how fast your bullet goes from your barrel to the enemy's head. Not just for the speed of killing somebody and them being able to return fire, because that's very minuscule, but for the sake of how much drop and how much lead you need to account for on that gun. The faster the bullet velocity, the easier the gun is going to be to use. My philosophy is if we're going to go for this shot 100 times, what makes me hit that shot the most amount of times? What attachments? In how many situations is it going to be relevant? And bullet velocity is relevant in almost every single shot that you take. Whether they're close range going perpendicular to you at full speed, so you need to put maybe just a little bit of lead in front of them versus more. Or it's a very long target and you now need to guess at how much drop is on the gun as well as how much lead and how fast they're moving. Do they change directions in the time after you take the shot? We ideally want this to be hit scan, which is how previous Call of Duties were made, where as soon as the bullet leaves the barrel of the gun, it immediately hits the target. In fact, when they actually introduced the SPR, this was actually a bug in the game where that gun just straight up had hit scan. I'll link one of my gameplays with that in the description so you can see how and why that's so powerful. In the same vein with that then is damage range, making your bullet actually work for you at farther ranges so you don't need to get hit marker after hit marker. If you spend the time to line up and hit the shot, you want it to actually work. One of the arguments you can make for not needing damage range is that, well, if you headshot them from any range with any attachments, it is always a one-shot headshot with these guns. Which is true, but what if you hit them in the body? You still want that to be working for you. These are all true even outside of sniping. 
which is why the monolith suppressor and longest barrel are absolute staples across my loadouts. The same thing is even more true in sniping when now you are really going for damage range. My ideal sweet spot for sniping is past the 100 meter mark when assault rifles really start to fall off, not only because of their damage range, but also just because their recoil is too strong and up to about 250 meters, maybe 300. But past that range though, if you knock somebody out, they're probably not even in the fight that you're fighting. Even if you get the elim, it's probably not relevant to your the team fight that you might be in could be a nice free kill or something for sure. But if we're talking duos, trios, quads, then as well, you knock them out. Their buddy's probably going to be able to get the res or even in solos, they'll likely get the self res from that range. My third priority then is aim down sight speed, head to head sniper battles, or even against other people with an assault rifle or any gun that can counter you. The faster you can get on target and take the shot, the less you even have to worry about bullet punch them killing your other teammates, and the sooner the fight is over. The more you can maximize this, in addition to having those previous stats, not only does it make it an easy shot, but it makes it a fast one. This is typically where my stat prioritization ends. Every single attachment goes to these three things. The case that it doesn't is when I've used all the attachments and I still have a slot that doesn't affect these. The minor stats that I care about left over are aim walking speed, so I can be strafing while hitting my shots, aim walking steadiness while that's happening, and then bullet punch. So if somebody does connect on shots, can my shots continue to go through it? The hope with that though is I kill the guy before that happens because of my speed, or if it's constant return fire, I'm using my assault rifle rather than trying to shoot through one or more people shooting at me. What I don't care about then is the stealth factor, that being glint, for example, or the laser showing. Even if I'm in a tower, I don't mind people stopping to try and shoot at me because oftentimes they're using snipers slower and I can get the shot on before them. On top of that, once I already take my first shot or a teammate shoots, my cover is already blown, so stealth isn't going to be a factor. People have told me to try out using the Cold War ones because they don't have glint on this optic. And the biggest factor is you're not going to often see me sitting there holding aim down sight for an extended period of time where somebody's going to spot that glint and then headshot me before I can counter it. It can happen, but I stay aware when I'm aimed down sight that my position is being revealed to anybody in a cone shape in front of me. On top of that, I use a tack laser, which can also reveal my position, but because the glint is so bright, that's already being revealed anyways. They're going to see my glint before they see my laser. And the benefits I get for steadiness, aim walking speed, and on top of that, one of the fastest aim down sight increasers, which is the big focus of that attachment, it's well worth it. People ask me all the time, why do I use the TAC laser? And I use it on every single sniper I can for those reasons. This gives you a good idea then of what attachments I use and what guns I might be using. Even if they change the attachments or the guns three, five months, a year from now, you'll be able to figure out what I like best and the reasons behind it. Well, let's look at some of the guns and what is currently in the game and what I use. For me, coming into the number five slot is the Tundra. Even with maximum aim down sight speed, it still feels relatively slow. And I know there's problems with the attachments on these guns since they've been introduced from Cold War. So this may shift as they fix those attachments. But even with everything maximized for it, it doesn't stack up to the competition and the benefits aren't quite enough, which it does have. The bullet velocity on this gun is insane. And on top of that, if you use it with the 20 times optic, which is completely ludicrous, you can get some of the farthest shots with this gun. It comes at a trade-off, one of the biggest ones as well, being the amount of sway. It lacks aiming stability, as many of the Cold War guns do by default. While it's definitely good enough for the top five, I think it lacks what some of the other snipers are capable of, as with most of the Cold War snipers. Now, I'm pretty openly not that big of a fan of the AX-50. 
but I think it has a leg up in general over the other snipers because it is more effective at the close range. And the biggest selling point on this gun is how absolutely massive and clear the optic is by default. On top of that, you can make this thing incredibly fast with the aim down sight speed for the damage that it's putting out on top of it. Going back to making guns easy to use, hitting the majority of your shots, having that clean optic is a massive win for it. The problem that this has is even with the best attachments for bullet velocity, it lacks in this department. It's only after about 100 meters that you have to start now adding drop onto the gun and you need to start accounting for lead on targets that are moving even sooner. This makes moving shots that much harder. Now, if you can absolutely master, and this is the only sniper you use, you're extremely good at lead, drop, knowing the exact distances, this could easily bump up into the one or two slot. The problem is the vast majority of people are not at that stage. And as soon as the target's moving, it becomes much less reliable. On top of that, even if you take the shot and lined it up perfectly, there's always the probability that the target just happens to turn, slide, crouch, jump at that exact moment. And because the bullet's too slow, it doesn't get to target even if you were on point. Now that's true with all the snipers, but the slower the bullet velocity, the bigger that window is. This gun also has the benefit of having fast rechambering speed especially compared to something like the HDR. So if you do miss your shot, you can put more bullets down range faster than what you could do with many of the other snipers. That makes up for some of the inaccuracy that you might have on the first shot, but you can correct for some of those misses. After revisiting this gun recently, I actually wanted to put it even higher on the list because it was slapping from 200 plus meters, doing a phenomenal job even from 60 meters. It was a very well-rounded one, but this also isn't the only gun that can do that. This brings me to the HDR. This lacks some of the close range capacity that the AX-50 and other snipers are gonna have. The 50 to 100 meters, just prioritize using your assault rifle, which is what I personally recommend using this gun with. On top of that, if anybody is sniping you, if you can land those first couple shots, make them bullet punch, you should be able to win that fight. The HDR makes a benefit in its leap though at the 100 plus to 200 plus meter range. This is where the HDR shines and even at the 300 plus meters, this is a long range sniper. The biggest benefit from this is the default optic on it is so zoomed in. The magnification is extremely powerful while still giving you a decent field of view. You're not gonna have the visibility of something like the AX50, but again, you're going for more of those ranges. And at that, the zoom is incredible. In addition, as long as you build it for aim down sight speed with my loadout here, using the tack laser, the stock, not putting a variable nor extended mag on it, you can make this an extremely deadly fast gun to shoot with. You wanna use snipers as openers which I've talked about a lot and we can do more conversation on, but you initiate by taking the shot with it, knocking somebody off the rip or doing a huge amount of damage that you follow up with your assault rifle on if they are sub 200 meters to get the finish. Well, when you're using this as an opener, this gun doesn't have bullet drop until 190 meters out. That means if you ping that target, you can just put the dot right on their head and knock them clean. If you're coming in on a third party on an enemy team, spot somebody else who's sniping. These are absolute freebies and easy shots all the way out to 200 meters, you should not be missing. And even past that, because the curve on this starts to go down, but it's very slow. Even out to 500 meters, it's still minimal drop you need on this gun. On top of that, just by putting on the tack laser, the aim steadiness is also fantastic. Aim steadiness obviously isn't really that important because you just hold your breath and now it's completely zero, which is why I don't prioritize the stat. You also shouldn't be aimed down sight that long anyways but it at least is stable enough to where you can see where the target's going, even while you're strafing. I think it gets a little overboard though once you start talking 300 plus meter shots, which again, this gun is fantastic for, but it just doesn't really matter. That's also why I no longer use the variable optic. The additional magnification that you get can be helpful, 
even on some of the 200 meter shots, because you can really guarantee that headshot, but you can learn how to do it so well with the default optic that's already so powerful. It's a crutch you don't need, and on top of that, hinders your aim down sight speed even more. And that's why it couldn't crack the top spot. In fact, none of the actual sniper rifles could. Both of the top two are marksman rifles, as I am sure you have already figured out, but why? Coming in from the number two spot is the Car 98. This is where we deviate even a little bit more on your playstyle. As a combination gun, the Car 98 is actually the best gun when it comes to trying to get a 1v3, 1v4. The biggest benefit here is how fast the gun shoots, how fast the gun aims down sight. In addition to having incredibly fast bullet velocity, and of course the one-shot headshot kill potential. If you find yourself in a lot of situations that are 50 meters to 150 meters, that is where this thing sweet spots. The sniper magnification is fantastic to line up the headshots. Even if you hit body shots, you're gonna two to three shot them. This is where skill comes back into the equation quite heavily though. It's not as easy to use. You can get some of the most incredible clips with it. In fact, in my top play series that I do every Monday, the Car 98 is one of the most featured snipers that we have for that reason of what it is capable of. But how consistent are you with it is a bigger question. Again, going back to the beginning of this commentary, we look at me fighting somebody out of 100 times, how many do I win it with this gun versus another? And it comes down a lot more to, did I hit my headshot? When you're talking the 50 to 100 meter range, if you miss your headshot, oftentimes you're gonna be outgunned by almost any assault rifle. The AMAX will devastate you, M13, M4, Kilo, all of these very commonly seen across the game, very common with VLKs on them, and they will beat you. Now, if you're going up against something like the FAR, MAC-10s, you will be at an advantage. You're also leaving it up to a bit more probability versus just being the person with that long-range gun in the first place, like an AMAX. This will be the sniper that you probably die to the majority, though, at the very end game, if you're talking post-zone 6 and 7. The fights are all so close range that the CAR-98 is going to be the one that shines through. One of the biggest hidden benefits you may not have thought about with this gun as well is the bullet punch resistance. Even without focus, I notice players killing me constantly when I get first shots on them trying to hit them with bullet punch. But I think very often people are using focus, making it that much more deadly. I have lost multiple 1v1 situations where I hit the first multiple shots on somebody, but they still managed to headshot me with this gun through getting beamed. The best counter to a sniper rifle is to just put shots on them. That's why fast fire full auto guns are so effective at countering it. So you can force them to play, force them to get cover while you move up, continue to close distance, making it that much harder for them to even win the fight. Even if you're not super accurate, you only need a couple to hit. This gun counters it so well. Again though, how often does that really happen? It might happen more often with this gun than the other ones, but you're also still looking at a lower probability. If I took that same fight 100 times, I think I'd have a higher probability of winning if I just use an assault rifle and play it different. Let's say you are a god though, you hit every shot. Is there any trade-off at this point? That's a lot of benefits. I see why so many people are using the gun now, you might be telling me. Well, that, my friend, comes at range. Now, this wouldn't be top two if it was useless at range. You can still one-shot headshot flyers, helicopters, 500-meter headshots. It also still has that fast bullet velocity, so there's not really that much drop, and you can kill them. You can still do what you can do with any of the previous snipers that I've mentioned. Where it falls off, though, is the body damage. Past 150 meters, you might need to hit somebody four times. 
five times if you hit him in the leg. It's hard enough to hit one of those long shots past 150 meters as is to where if you've got to make that happen four times on somebody or more if they get a plate or two off, you're wasting your time. Whereas the heavy hitter long rangers like the HDR, the SPR are often going to be two shots and at the most a three shot. Going back to how I prefer to play the game, I take most of my engagements within the 20 to 80 meter range. That's where an assault rifle is so critical. The Car 98 though already covers the 50 to 100 meters pretty damn well. So there's so much overlap there. If I'm running a Car 98, I often combo that with some type of submachine gun. So I can then dominate the close range as well as have decent control of that mid range out from 15 to 40 meters. It also works well even if you want to use it something with like the FAR, which skews out that range a little bit farther. Which finally leads me to my favorite sniper in the game, the SPR. When you build it correctly, the bullet velocity on this is so insanely fast that you don't even need to put drop on the gun until 210 meters out on stationary targets. That means when you're going for initiators, it is so incredibly easy to get the headshot. When you're coming in on that third party, when you see somebody sniping out there, even getting a double triple on people that are sniping out, when you only see a, f a, a flicker of glint, when targets are running full sprint, even in vehicles driving, when they're sub 200, you barely need to put any lead on it. That ease of use, making it easier to hit your shots more consistently, hit headshots as well, is so important. This gun makes it so easy. That is what I am looking for, and it combos with everything else about this gun. And the magnification on the optic isn't quite as crazy as the HDR, but it's still incredibly clear to see through it. And again, I'm not going for 250 plus meter shots, although sometimes I do like to do that, and you can do it with this. The sweet spot of this gun is 100 meters to about 250 from having that minimal drop, as well as the optic giving you a perfect amount of zoom for those ranges. When you build it for aim down sight speed, it also competes so well with all the other snipers, as well as even assault rifles and other guns that you can get on target quickly and take them out before they're a threat to you if it does come down to both you spotting each other at the same time. While it maybe isn't as fast as rechambering as something like the Car 98, at least from range, it's again gonna outperform here, which is another benefit for ease of use because if you miss your shot, you can take another one even sooner. And because I don't hit every one of my shots, the more I can put out, the better. I combo this with an assault rifle, and now even if I use this as the opener on a moving target, hit up, crack his shield, I switch over to an assault rifle and they are dead before they even realize what happened. Or better yet, I just hit him on the headshot on the first one, right? And it still has all the other benefits of what we've been talking about with some of the other guns, including having the tack laser on it. We're going to have steady walking speed, moving faster. Even though we don't need a lot of sway reduction, we still have aiming stability through it as well. While we're talking about the SPR, people always ask me, what about the Norma versus the Lapua? I recommend using this thing with either nothing or the normal rounds on it. If you look back at that first video when the SPR came out and there was no bullet drop, that because the bullet velocity was infinite, that being hit scan, yeah, build it for damage. Build it for aim stability because those other stats are already covered. But you need to focus on bullet velocity for that ease of use. And with the normal rounds, you get faster bullet velocity. You don't need extra damage. You're already going to three-shot people at the most with this sniper. And while the Lapua has more damage, it also has more drop. And if the bullet never hits them, it doesn't matter how much damage it does. But everything's got a trade-off, right? At least 
in an ideal world of this game, I think it should. The harder part I see is what you combo it with. And in this case, I like to use an assault rifle again for those follow-up shots. So if you get the crack, you can switch over, get a cleanup on a target that you know is sub 10 health and you only need to land one bullet on them. On top of that, if you're fighting out in the woods, if you're fighting at ranges that snipers fight at, there might be situations where it's a little closer. The majority of my fights I get into are within 30 to 80 meters. Comboing that with an assault rifle makes this an extremely effective class from 30 plus meters all the way out to 300. And that's why I stay out of buildings whenever I can. If vehicles are pushing towards me, I try and put cover in between us and make more distance if they get out. And if I ever know where somebody is, I try and find window angles, move farther away where the next piece of cover is and play to that sweet spot for me. Too many times, even when I have a MAC-10 or a shotgun, as soon as I go in a building, I'm leaving it up to probability of what corner they're in. No longer am I leaving it up to my aim, accuracy, and skill. We push a building 100 times, I gotta look left and right. I'm leaving it up to a 50-50 if I look in the right direction and I don't know which corner they're in. Or maybe there's two of them. I like to take my chances at range wherever I can. It doesn't always work, and that's where it combos well. If I've got a good close range pusher on my team who can help flush out buildings while I can cover from the back. But let's say I see somebody now who doesn't even have a sniper and we're over 100 meters away from each other. He's gotta cross a field, a runway. I can read that situation, where the zone's gonna go, get ahead of him on the zone, and then as he's running in, comes out of his building, pop him. But that's my play style. And that's why I like the snipers that I do. It's not all that I do, and quite often you'll find me in videos using an SMG AR combo. Bringing a shotgun out. We talk a lot more about strategy. Some of these different guns and ways that you can use them. As well, over on my streams every single weekday, if you want to come by, it's literally five hours a day. And there's still new stuff to talk about every single day, which is why I can't all fit in this video. But if you have more questions and even want to hear me talk about more topics on these things, let me know. You can also ask questions over on Twitter. But that's it for this one. Thank you so much for watching, listening, and even letting me know what you think about it. That's for this one, though. This is Stonemount64. Over and out. Yep, go out. Got him. Oh, he fell off. He's behind Got him. What? I couldn't even see it. He's like...